Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, <clears throat> 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past and present. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in, and I think I can borrow from Midnight Oil. Welcome um, to all of the whichever lands you are on, and to any First Nations people from all over the world. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded, and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. I'm Sally Goldner. I use the pronouns she and her, and I am your host for an hour of Out of the Pan covering pansexual issues. Thanks to Pete from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news, as they always do. Yes, Pete, I would like to be up on the Gold Coast where it's 24, 25 degrees. I, my dad, who's retired up there, I keep asking him to um, put two degrees in my Facebook Messenger um, slot, and it never seems to get there. Anyway... Um, we're, the days are getting longer. We're, you know, t- three weeks past the uh, winter solstice. It's all good. And, yeah, just confirming once again, we opened up with Midnight Oil from the Makarata Project and Gadigal Land. What a what a boomer. And, of course, we are at the end of NADOC week as well. Um, so um, to all our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners, I hope NADOC week brought you good things and... Um, now that I um, think good things continue to happen. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show today, there's all the modern means of technology um, via which to do it. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet Instagram and Mastodon at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And, well, I haven't got around <clears throat> Slack this morning. haven't put the posts up yet on Facebook. But um, I will get to those um, um, multitask during the next track or something like that. Um, you can snail mail in if you ever need to contact 3CR in that way. P.O. Box um, 1277 uh, Collingwood 3066. Not aware of any specific content warnings needed for the show today. And uh, we'll give out the details of services if they are needed. And, yeah, I wanted to have a chat today about um, something that I suppose is the sort of topic of the year. And that is the how, you know, and I'm going to frame this more positively. How do we proactively and inclusively, um, you know, sort of turn this tide of transphobia around, you know, that is you know, sort of trying to seep its way in in so-called Australia and is obviously happening around the world. What do we need to do? Um, because there's obviously plenty of grassroots um, work going on, but it seems sometimes some of the um, the greater powers, at risk of sounding like a 1999 World Wrestling Entertainment storyline there, don't, don't seem to be with us. And so this thought struck me today. That was my topic for conversation. So, um, you know, sort of uh, let's, um, you know, I'd welcome your thoughts on this because obviously, you know, the things that we've seen in the first six months of this year around the world, the um, continuing pileup of legislation in the US, you know, what is it now? It's probably close to 450 or even beyond that pieces of legislation around the 50 states of the US, um, the you know, turning back of laws in Britain, um, the effective watering down of um, birth certificates laws in England. Um, we saw last, um, in recent times, the, you know, um, even though the Scottish Parliament passed some good birth certificate laws, it sort of, um, some are saying it brought down Nicola Sturgeon, some are saying it was other things. Um, so how do we turn the tide back? I think that we've um, you know, been piling up the sandbags reasonably well here in so-called Australia. Um, but what do we need to do? What do we not need to do? And of course, there's more than one answer. We do not, um, most of the time, we do not like binaries on this show. So they, we need all sorts of strategies. Um, so I'd welcome your thoughts today, um, if you've got them, um, on all those contact uh, details. Let's 
pop them uh, out there again. Um, you know, sort of um, out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com, um, and SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. Tweet Mastodon and Twitter at Sal Gold said so, and posts going up on Facebook very very soon. Um, yeah, so it ha- it has been troubling me. I mean, when going back to March, which I'm going to say content note was difficult times. Um, um, and the thought struck, there was debate at the time and I, um, you know, acknowledged that there was debate and there's reasonable debate on both sides that some people said, um, um, the idea was, um, you know, that throwing tomato sauce at people only provoked them or there were other ways we could have been perhaps more effective in our protests at the time. Now, um, there's you know there's two sides to every story. Some people would say, "Oh, is that caving into middle class expectations or something?" And some people would say, "Well, can we be smarter?" I don't have a particular viewpoint. Um, you know, I think there are ways we could have done it. Perhaps if you, you know, sort of um, you could, for example, and here's a difficult um, topic. I'll just say general content note for transphobia. You could have three hundred plus people lying on the ground painted red to symbolise the known number of people we lose every year to transphobic murders. And that might have made more of a statement in a more um, impact, impactful way than perhaps, say, throwing tomato sauce at someone or disrupting other people's speaking. You know, silent protest, it's like the old back turn approach, you know, that you can do. Um, so how do we, do, you know, that's one thing. Um, we could do at the grassroots and you know there's debate about that the other thing I'd open up is you know the institutional powers I mean the fact that the US Supreme Court is turning things out you know turning things back and of course we saw in the last um, couple of weeks you know their horrible horrifying decision meant horrible on um, you know on um, you know affirmative action which was just you know, defies belief that that could happen. It is, you know, sort of this, you know, it's times that you just can't believe things are happening. You know, so there is an understandable feeling of disbelief and that's a valid feeling that, you know, I, I'd be the first to admit because I just effectively said so that I'm experiencing that. It's not an easy um, time in that way. So um, it, it begs the question, you know, sort of um, what do we need to do but the question that I'd put in Australia is why has there been relatively little support from institutional powers? And I, I find that concerning. I totally acknowledge the good support of Dan Andrews and after the horrible events in March, we did see you know, support from you know, con- condemnation of Nazism from state opposition leader John Pasuto, who... You know, as much as there'd be many people on this station who might not like me saying this, at least he's, you know, finally booted Moira Deeming out of the party, gave her a chance, and she didn't seem to take it, so she's gone. Um, you know, na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. That's a wrestling reference because we've got it out of the way. Um, and um, it happened at. 14 minutes past. There you go. Um, that's later than usual today. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it just begs all these questions. You know, so what do we need to be doing? Do, where do we get more allies? Um, you know, in, um, uh, in, this, in this sort of ongoing situation that we are in. Um, you know, so I'd welcome people's thoughts on this through all the uh, means of communication. Um, let's have them. Um, what What do you think we should be doing? What do you think we should not be doing? You know, what do you think should we be using? You know, some you know sort of tactics like disrupting, fascist speaking. I don't. You know, there's no um, right or wrong answer, and of course, it does lead to reasonable debates about you know the fact that the police you know pulled back demonstrators who yelled at Nazis but didn't stop the Nazis. And all these sorts of um, issues do come up. So, you know, it's, it's um, well, to quote Paul Keating, it's the debate we have to have. Um, and hello, Paul, if you're listening. Oh, I love you. Um, you, go, you, go, you give me someone from the 90s to impersonate. Um, so let's have your thoughts. 
in the meantime, this one isn't particularly an Aboriginal track, but I like it in that it pays homage to our sort of dusty in um, centre of Australia and our dry centre of Australia. It's a track from the Dingo's Comeback album of 2010, um, Tracks, appropriately enough, and this song's called Ribs of the Land. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. people that's come from a large history of people standing up and acting up for our rights and our communities talking queer pacifica 
talking about us. You know, this very like violent act of like hatred and bigotry towards trans people, where they demonise the image of trans people, especially trans women. For working class queers, for queers of colour, for those who are poor and homeless, the struggle is continuing. 3CR, stay tuned, stay radical. I'm Deborah Cheatham Freon, and you're listening to 3CR. Stay tuned and stay radical. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon almost um, and sometimes there's repeats during the summer which is getting closer um, I'm, I don't hate that winter that much uh, anyway um, and um, every week. Uh, noon to one. There's something going on uh, so every Sunday, um, noon to one, something going on. Prior to the messages, we heard from the Dingoes and a track from Tracks um, of 2010, Ribs of the Land. And if you want the late, great Broderick Smith and a great contributor to Australian music, um, that probably understates it. And if you um, look on 3CR's website at 3cr.org.au, go to the list of programs, find rotation, scroll down to 14th of May. My 3CR colleague, John A. Tate, did an awesome tribute to Broderick Smith. Um, thinking of doing another one myself because he was just so amazing. Um, there's tracks that... Tracks, there it is again. There's our word for the day. Today's show is brought to you by the word tracks. Um, Broderick Smith tribute, and I might do might do one myself at some point. Um, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, anyway, um, but we also heard two messages there. Um, one that I hadn't... Um, 3CR always keeping on the go, um, you know, sort of supporting our trans community. We also heard from Deborah um, Cheatham Frail, um, and um, there's lots of intersectionality going on there, which perhaps opens up another um, possibility for how we work together. Now, I am neither Aboriginal nor Torres Strait Islander, but I can certainly spot discrimination and I can spot to use a politer eight letter word nonsense if um, you put in the word that you know I mean underneath the posts that are now on social media on Facebook Twitter and Mastodon for the for today's show um, yeah, I won't read it out because I'll be thrown off air but you know what I mean anyway and that it leads to an idea that we you know sort of work together um, because in terms of overcoming the right, and we heard um, words to that effect um, in that community announcement, um, the fabulous Alison Thorne, who you know, brings people together, Alison and Debbie doing that so well um, from the point of view of radical women, they've got the right, you know, I think, a good approach that you know, if we all come together, working class um, and or Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander and or LGBTIQI+, and many, many others, women generally, um, here is a way where we can turn back this right wing. I'm going to call it extremism because that's what it is. It's um, is it giving too much of a compliment to call the people doing this stuff fascists or Nazis? Don't give them any more um, you know ego boost than they do. They're just extremists, and really that's what they are. Because I think the, that leads to another point: is that one of the things of which I am firmly convinced is your majority of Australians are just people who want to live their lives, try to live them in as best a way as possible and treat um, you know, people with respect. Now, maybe they don't know exactly what all of that means. You know, They don't understand why, for example, using someone's pronouns in use is so important, but they'll do it because it just comes from the heart. It comes from respect. And I think that's something that we have that those who would... Um, have different, vastly differing views to myself, for example, I don't think they do. I sometimes think their hearts are very, very blocked, and that's not a good place to come from. After, a, we'll say, a situation at 3CR a few years ago when we got people together, um, the late, great Ralph, um, Ralph Knight 
said something that stuck with me. He said, well, we could use our heads to solve some issues. We could use our hands. That can be useful, but we can use our hearts. And I think that's where we come in. And I think we need to find, um, you know, ideas from the heart, as you know, perhaps more than the head. Um, Einstein once said the problems that we face cannot be solved at the level at which we created them. We've got to go deeper. Well, we will find that depth in our hearts, I think, is one possibility as to how we start um, this, you know, not just stopping, putting down the sandbags, to use that analogy that I used earlier, but, you know, sort of, well, we can, you know, stop the flood altogether. And then we know that we have to get back to the proactive issues that with which we need to, to fight, you know, that we want what the real issues are. You know, we know that the issues that um, the extremists put up, and most most of the, these issues are put up by extremists, and quite willfully, I have screenshotted and link saved, um, and it's still there four years after it went up, a fundamentalist Christian group who said words, um, these are close to exact, that the bathroom debate is a, quote, fabrication they concocted to whip up emotion. Well, we need to start being very assertive about saying things like that, that that's what this is and not letting the debate be taken over by other people. And I sometimes think that some of our advocacy is too a little too polite. And I think we have a right to be blunt. And people will say, oh, you're militant. Well, they've said that about anyone who challenges the status quo throughout history. Um, and so in that sense, you know, sticks and stones, etc. you can call me militant and it won't hurt me. Um, rather be called militant than passive. Um, but it's not militant to just assert a point of view. You know, that is just not anyway. So it's time we started you know, uprooting some of the debates rather than going at that surface level, as Einstein said, that we started um, doing the debates our way. Still welcome your thoughts um, on this. How do we you know, sort of get things um, to a better place in this current climate? Um, you've, I've given you all those means of communication. Look for the posts that are now on Facebook. In the meantime, I need to have a breather, or in the words of the um, album from 1985, a solo album by Martin Plaza, here's the opening track. Um, it's time for a pit stop. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3CR on demand, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally.
A mid-show pit stop on 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And uh, Martin Plaza from Plaza Suite um, Pit Stop, um, an album released in 1986. And for people like me who didn't um, get the album at the time and remembered it, I've um, got to give a big shout out to Discogs, a, a place where you can um, buy and sell used albums and CDs. Um, what a wonderful thing um, to keep that sort of music going. Um, yeah, so yeah, we need to keep the um, striving going to make sure that we do achieve full equality, equity and justice. And one of the things that has been frustrating is... Why it doesn't seem like we've had support from the powers that be? And for wrestling references, oh, damn it, I'll do another one. That is not referring to Vince Russo in WCW. Um, anyway, um, you know, it's been very frustrating that, you know, when we had the shenanigans back in March, Anthony Albanese condemned Nazism um, but refused to support trans people. No mention on Trans Day of Remembrance, um, to within, which was about two weeks later. Um, nothing this day on Idaho. But in fact, this year it was about how um, religious groups are going to get more funding. Um, did um, the government do anything in Pride Month? month um, just ended in June. No. Um, mm, um, you know, a bit pretty dis- I feel pretty disconcerting. And then... You go back to last year when, you know, can men have babies? And Anthony Albanese said, no, well, you know, come on, Anthony, you're not paying attention to your auntie ABC, who a few years ago on Australian Story had the story of AJ Cairns, who did that. And, of course, going back many years, Patrick Califia, one of the pioneering, um, you know, sort of trans men of the of, of our community, um, you, know, um, um, you know, has said... Um, uh, did that did that in two thousand and two, and then we had Thomas Beatty later in the decade. Um, you know, sort of, and uh, had a message in, um, and that Marty Robbins, the musician, yes, um, from back in the West Texas town of El Paso. That's not in the uh, message that I've had here. Um, Marty Robbins once said in an interview, "Humans as individuals don't like what is different to themselves." I have an even stronger view. Humans seem to generally be um, bullies um, and gang up against the beautiful and harmless, i.e. humans that dislike critters such as harmless rabbits, cats, birds. Many humans even discriminate against plants and vegetations. And um, 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 thank you, Xavier. Good to hear from you. Um, one of a one of our awesome listeners on Out of the Pan on 3CR because of course 3CR doesn't have regular listeners. We have awesome listeners, and um, look, there is that you know there is that that people are scared you know scared of difference. Which okay, um, I suppose that is you know there's obviously truth to that. It happens. It's been observed. Uh, but you know we've now had so much exposure of trans people. How can it be you know fear of difference? I mean. You know, some of it might be deep-rooted in that, but some of this just seems what trans people are facing and queer people in many parts of the world. And there's, um, for example, legislation moving through the, um, well, apparent legislature in Ghana, in Africa at the moment, that would be pretty queerphobic. And we've seen the legislation in... um, um, You know, sort of Uganda recently... Um, but it's like, why does it get to this extreme? Some of it does feel very willful. Um, and, you know, when when shall we learn? Um, you know, well, there's, you've actually, um, you know, led to something there, Xavier, because, you know, it's up to everyone to keep learning. Um, you know, enough people have probably heard me in diversity education sessions that what I'm about to say isn't going to give away any trade secrets. But, you know, I read an article, it must be four years ago now, it was definitely pre, pre-damdemic, pre as I call it, about how to do diversity well. And one of the best values to do diversity well for an individual or an organisation is curiosity, being open to learning, which really we need in everything in life because if we stay stuck, well, we don't grow, we fall behind 
And life, unfortunately, does keep changing and moving on, which sometimes, um, depending on where you're at, if you think you've got something good and it changes, it might go bad, but it can also get better. Um, So why is it so hard to learn? It comes back to emotional blockage. And then that leads me to say, is there toxic masculinity? Because we can't feel things. Surely not, said me with sarcastic voice. So how do you encourage people to keep learning? And, you know, in a diversity education session, as long as people want to learn, I'll encourage them to ask questions because then they'll learn. Some people, I suppose, outside of a setting like that won't do it. And you know, maybe you're not going to change everyone. Well, you're probably not. We, you know, you never, there's very, I don't, um, I mean, apparently 6% of people still believe the earth is flat. And, you know, if you showed them, say, a picture taken from space, they'll go, oh, it's a, it's a fake, it's, um, it's a doctored picture or whatever, and you just can't make some people believe. I can go and tell my personal story to, say, 100 people, and there might be some people who will still doubt it. I can present facts, and I have done this, I suppose I'm drifting into the diversity education role, where I've presented facts on, you know, the comparison of trans people facing anxiety and depression, the direct researched link to the fact that if you've faced um, no discrimination, you'll have less mental health and other type of issues. If you face verbal discrimination and emotional discrimination, it then goes up and then, heaven forbid, you faced, and I will say content note here, physical or sexual stuff, It's even your mental health is even worse. And still I had a comment, I remember one day after that, saying, oh, the presenter was obviously biased. What's the bias in that? So you're not going to win over everyone. But um, I suppose that comes back to something I mentioned earlier, that I do believe the majority of humans um, do try to be decent. So how do we tap into that decency? And then how do we get those humans to go and talk to um, higher powers um, like federal labor? How do we, you know, to our police, you know, are you doing anything to investigate any possible Nazi, um, extremist insurgency um, within your police forces? I would say that to all the forces around Australia's states, territories and federal um, you know, this is how, you know, I'm no expert on extremism, whether it's so-called left or right, but they infiltrate the, the systems of power and break them down and control them for their own ends. And rather than coming from a place of what might be re- even reasonably called balance. So, um, yeah, lots to consider there. Um, and, um, you know, as I say, easy answers, not sure, but, um, you know, I wish there were magic wand answers to lots of questions, but um, often there are not magic wands, and, um, you know, the um, answer is not easy to find. Anyway, um, let's keep um, having your um, thoughts, comments, and, of course, um, queries. We love those on Out of the Pan. Um, As we play some more musics, and this time, um wanted to play this, um, you know, for a few weeks um, and just to lighten it up a little bit. And also it's as we hibernate a bit in winter here in the Southern Hemisphere, um, this song seems appropriate. Here is Becky Cole from the Wild at Heart album of early 2000s, going back a bit today, and Lazy Bones. Um, and there's a nearly alleged swearing in this um, track, not really. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. The seven-year itch But he's getting cranky And I'm just a bit unsure I'll tell you what I mean You see, when we first met I thought, well, this is it But it turns out my head was just Full of shining stars Things just ain't what they seem Ooh, 
Leroy McQueen, and you're listening to 3CR. It will not address the deep underlying issues that still pervade Australian society. And that primary issue is white Australian racism. We've got a clear-cut case here of intentional genocide from the get-go, from the round table in England. The true history in this country isn't told. The government always say that they're committed to a truth-telling process. Well, where is your truth-telling process? I really believe that at the end of the day, the truth will emerge. You can't fight against the truth. It's, it's, a, it's an unstoppable force. It's indestructible. So deal with it. 3CR. Stay tuned, stay radical. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And you just uh, we just heard from um, Becky Cole, Lazy Bones. 
certainly been a bit um, like that um, um, during the week. Although, as much as it has been um, a bit chilly, I must admit, um, where I do my exercise of various forms, um, where they have a pool, which is heated. I would not be in it uh, otherwise. I'm... um, I look, um, consensual masochism is fine, but um, you know, swimming um, in a cold pool, no. Um, and for a few weeks, um, a couple of months ago, the heater wasn't working and it was way below where it needed to be. Just managed to get through, um, but it's back up at the right temperature. Anyway, um, after I, and, you know, if you do a workout, you've got to have a coffee afterwards. If you do anything in Melbourne, don't you have a coffee afterwards or a beverage, a caffeinated beverage of your choice? We can be beverage diverse. Anyway, um, um, what was I going to say? Yes, um, I, the Thursday, out of the wind with a bit of sun out, it was actually quite, in, it was, wasn't sun, sun baking weather, but it was enjoyable. So I sat out on the decking with my coffee afterwards. Yay. Um, a bit of vitamin D. What sort of vitamin D um, can we get into our campaigning? What sort of ideas do we need to consider? Kayleen's come in with an idea, with an idea saying that some people, I think, are afraid they might grieve at the loss of outdated Add wrong ideas that they are emotionally addicted to. I've also started using the term equality phobic. It had to be addressed at the at an emotional level, ultimately addressing um, the head. Thinking is just the doorway. Good points, Kayleen. Let's go through them one by one. Yeah, sense of grief at the loss of outdated ideas. You know, why should I change? You know, I've been thinking this way all my life. Da, 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 da. Um, and emotional addiction. That's a, I like that term. You know, um, and we've all got beliefs that we can be stuck on, and sometimes they don't serve us anymore. I mean, getting away from this conversation for a minute, um, you know, we don't see them. Um, you know, it's like, you know, to use the analogy, which I can use as someone who wears glasses um, on occasions, you know, it's like putting on a pair of glasses and you don't see that you've got them on and they're distorting your view because maybe the prescription's wrong. I had something like that a few years ago at surviving as I did at that time what called itself an all boys school I had to put up emotional walls to survive you know put up you know put a put a moat around myself in a big brick tower but of course as I've moved on in life and things are better well I need to tear those walls down now um so I'd become emotionally addicted in a sense to um you know sort of being you know you know sort of being well not quite Rapunzel in a tower my hair's not that long enough but coming back on point, I think that's a fair call. And look, things change, things move on. Um, and for some people who might want to be, you know, have their views on transgender or race or anything else, they're stuck to them. Um, emo- equality phobic. Oh, that's a great, I like that term. I'm going to process that. Um, and something that I thought about recently is that, you know, a lot of these debates are framed around, oh, if you give someone else rights, do you take away from someone else's? Well, no. Um, I'll borrow from polyamory here. This is my own thought, um, Kayleen and listeners. Abundance. Yeah, there's enough equality for everyone. And you can have your religious freedom, which is the right to worship in your own church, but, you know, don't say it outside and drag other people down, particularly when they're already vulnerable. And, yeah, um, I like that idea the head is the doorway, um, and you know, that's where you can look at it logically and say things like, well, if you're de- putting out discriminatory or vilifying views, how are you adding value? You're not, don't do it. Um, you know, you could also, uh, maybe it's a little philosophical, I suppose, but some would say, well, you know, the Savage Garden motto, I believe in karma, what you give is what you get returned from one of their songs, Affirmation. Um, well, you give out nastiness, you're going to get it back somewhere else. Do you want that? And some people might say, don't care. Well, good for them, but don't screw up other people's lives. So great um, um, thoughts there, Kayleen. Um, keep, keep it coming, listeners. If you are listening on podcast or repeat or on demand during the week, um, love your love your thoughts on this as well. Um, we need every little um, sort of snippet, as a friend of mine used to say, that we can get. Um so July, um, we come up in a couple of weeks to International Non-Binary Day on the 14th of July, just something to, to which to look forward to. And as a binary trans person, it's important, this is where it's one of those things I uh, mentioned a bit, where one minute you're sort of taking the initiative and the next minute you have to um, be with someone and be an ally. 
I might be trans, but I'm a binary trans person and supporting our non-binary siblings is very important. Um, you know, having things like, uh, you know, forms that are inclusive and, um, um, you know, sort of making sure we do universal greetings. Looks like I'm going to do another wrestling reference. I know it's traditional where your ring announcer comes in and says, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm a person and I get a bit cringy about it. Some promotions are getting rid of it and just sort of saying, good evening, wrestling fans or whatever, um, which you can do. There's a simple answer. And everyone can tag in. Oh gosh, I'm on. For, I'm on. I'm. I'm not obsessed with wrestling. Yes, I am, and I don't care. Um, and um, I'm going to bring this up because I just thought this was um, really beautiful. Um, someone who I have met in uh, Melbourne wrestling. Um, you know where I'm having my little bit of fun at the moment as an interviewer um, who trains at this wrestling school. Um, is there was an article on her um, in that came out on ABC in the last 24 hours. So going back two weeks over the weekend of July 1st and 2nd, there was a huge international wrestling event in Wagga Wagga. Um, Impact, um, the third biggest US or North American-based promotion, brought out some of their stars to wrestle against ours. And this lovely woman, Erica Reed, um, is one of my colleagues. And you can look for an article, which I'll put a link into the um, podcast Wiradjuri woman, Erica Reed connecting culture through professional wrestling. And um, it's just um, absolutely beautiful. Um, and it talks about how she uses her Aboriginal identity to showcase it within the ring. She's a veteran of six years and she's the first Indigenous um, person to wrestle, well, it says here for an international promotion. Um, well, I suppose technically she did, although she's not signed, as I understand it, to Impact, um, the American based promotion. But she makes her way to the ring wearing emu feather belts, the indigenous flag on her clothes that ochre designs on her face and body. And it's a form of education and what it means to her people. And she wrestles under the name the Dreamtime Voodoo Witch and uses it as an opportunity to connect with her culture. She says, as a kid, I never had a role mo- good role model per se. And um, she's learning about her culture and herself. And that her wrestling persona was influenced by the historical figure Pemulwai, an Indigenous warrior during Australia's colonial area known, known for decapitating his enemies, and she has the Pemulwai pile driver. I do hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, as a, a wrestling commentator, Booker T, would say, you got to love it. Um, and she wants to go around the world, as um, you can imagine most wrestling people do. So I thought that was a beautiful story in NAIDOC week. Um, and, um, you yeah, know, I... Obviously, I can. Well, I don't want to be self-indulgent, but I've met her. She's just a lovely, lovely person um, with compassion and heart, and who's um, using her skills um, in um, in her way to do her bit for diversity, which I think is wonderful. I think that's a good note on which to finish the program. So I'll take it out today um, with, appropriately enough, with Yothu Union. We heard a bit of the music in the message a little while ago. And a track from um, one of their famous tracks, of course, and that is Treaty, as we wind up NADOC week. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.